What is up, all you nostalgic one-eyed willies? <laughs> I am your host, Corbin Andrews, and I am joined by a man who is a galaxy far, far away. That's right. I've been distant and cold. Distant <laughs> and cold. <laughs> And across the way. We're roommates, so we have nothing else to talk about. Isn't that right? <laughs> um, <laughs> and across the way. You definitely didn't say your name. What is your um, name, Christian? My name is Christian. What episode is this? Can you like 26? No, Christian we're Plinchin. at like 32 or 31. Oh, Christian, we are at wow. 32. And you... When we hit 100. We still have to I'm remind you to say your name. own name. Well, at first, Corbin was saying his name. And then... Oh. It's, you've switched for some reason, so no. do not give him the benefit. See, of I uh, honestly, I thought that Corvin said my name, so that's why I didn't say. <laughs> that's said okay. Episode five, bro. Oh, gotcha. Across the way, oh we have Kendra Mickles. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> I'm here. Oh man, what is up? Not too Girl. much. Not a lot. Not a whole lot. It's uh, we're recording this on a Wednesday, so I'm gonna go watch some Smallville for Welling Wednesday later. It is. Hum- it is. And hum- Survivor day. because uh, we watch Survivor now. So speaking of watching things, what have your elf eyes seen? Everyone what do your elf eyes see? Oh, we're just jumping we straight into it. Yeah, let's do we're it. Not even gonna have a little, no. little chit chat. I don't wanna little... do that. I just want. I don't uh, wanna do this anymore. Get into it. Well, Christian, why don't you start it off? All right, I just have one thing. So I finished It's Creek already. <laughs> wow, how many seasons? It's four. Oh, <laughs> basically the last week and a half. Um, I've been watching Shit's Creek, so it's a pretty bingeable show. It's only like 10 episodes a season. I don't think they're very long. I think they're like 20 minutes or something. Pretty bingeable. So I, I would say my consensus or my feeling about it. I mean, there's two seasons that are not on Netflix. It looks like according to IMDb, but, uh, basically, I don't know why it wouldn't be on Netflix. It's one of those shows I feel like it's going to be one of those shows. It's not a Netflix original. Most certainly is. Uh, are you sure? I yep. don't think so. It's not. What? What's it on then? You can watch it on Prime. It's not. I don't know what it's on. But yeah, I would say it's going to be probably going to end up being one of those shows where I get tired of certain characters because it just kind of had, you know, I was kind of, I think... Alexis, the girl, kind of has the most. Her and the brother probably have the most interesting storylines as the show progresses. So it's this kind of. You kind of get tired of some of the other characters after a while because they do the same things. It's kind of like uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Like all those characters are kind of have like an exaggerated thing that they do. You uh, know, Brooklyn Nine Nine is great. So yeah, I liked it. I just think it gets like kind of boring. You kind of like begin to like know how characters are going to react. You know what I mean? Hmm. After a while, at least I felt that way with that show. So it's it kind of feels like it's leading that way I'll, with this one. Okay, I will give 
I don't know. I'll give you 20 bucks. Either one of you, if you can guess what network Shit's Creek is on. Showtime. Okay. Christian? Let's see. Uh, CBS? Okay. It is on CBC, which is a Canadian-English broadcasting television <laughs> network. Oh, yeah. So, there you go. Hmm. That's interesting. Canadians. Yeah, but that's what I've seen this week, so... Mine's pretty short. Um, mine will also be short. So I have been watching Hunter Hunter, which has been fun. Um, I'm still not done with the first season. There's like 26 episodes in, a, in each season. So, um, but it's fun. There's been some tense moments, I'd say. So good anime, fun anime. Uh, can't complain. And then Monday night, I watched Hunt for the Red October. Don't um, say the. It's <laughs> you're putting an extra the in there. Hunt for Red October. I'm pretty sure it's Hunt for Red, the Hunt for Red October. The Hunt for Red the October. Hunt for Red October. Yeah. One of one of my friends. Kinder, listen, it must be. One so, of my friends who listens so to this. It must be so hard to know everything. No, like you. one of my <laughs> friends who listens to this specifically texted me and said they keep saying Hunt for the Red October and it's driving me crazy. So who's your friend? Who's your friend? I will not who's reveal. I will not. Well, you reveal. can go ahead and tell Nick to shut up. <laughs> It wasn't Nick. It wasn't Nick. <laughs> it was not Nick? No. <laughs> good. I still love him then. <laughs> anyway, the hunt for Red If it's Eric, I'm going to come over there and smack him. I'm not telling you who it is. Okay. Uh, so, the hunt for the Red October. No! <laughs> was so good. It was the greatest thing. <laughs> uh, no, I really enjoy... This is only the second time I've seen it, and so I knew what was going to happen, so it kind of made – it kind of brought down – you know what's going to happen, which half of the movie you're trying to figure out some stuff, and so kind of seeing it again and kind of – it's not as entertaining the second time around, but it's still really good. I don't – I bought all of the Jack Ryan movies for like 15 bucks at Best Buy the other week, so – I'm uh, starting the Jack Ryan, all those movies. So I'm interested to see where I rank Alec Baldwin above the others. Um, so I think I know my rankings of the Jack Ryan uh, movies, but we'll see. So I really enjoyed The Hunt for the Red October. That was really good. Um, oh, and then the other movie that I saw, which I just accidentally exited out of the um was i literally just watched it was the hbo movie fahrenheit 451 with with michael b jordan michael b uh and michael shannon is that his name yeah michael um yeah right it took me all of 20 minutes to be bored so yeah it was kind the only thing that is similar to the book is uh firefighters burn books (laughs) that's pretty much it Mm. there's like this whole do you care if i talk about it i don't i'm not gonna spoil anything but it's just like there's this different 
the people who read books basically are trying to get this like chemical out into the world to make to spread knowledge to every to everyone and so they're like trying to it's called the ominous and so they're trying to hunt it down and find it and it's like that has nothing it's very and it comes across of just very like we read books we're so much better than those who don't read books so it it just took me all of it the beginning stuff took me out of it because my i love michael b jordan I I wish that if my life was a movie, Michael B. Jordan would play me. Um, it's just I he wasn't that great in it. Michael Shannon was about as dry as dry gets in it, and I just I'll forget about this movie. I'll one day I might scroll across it again on HBO and be like, oh yeah, I watched that, and that'll be it. It's very forgettable. So. But that is all that I've seen, including Hunt for the Red October. So <laughs> it's it ain't stopping. I ain't stopping this train. Uh, what's that movie with Christian Bale and Sean Bean where they're also burning? Oh, uh, Equilibrium. Is it I, Equilibrium? Yes. So is it <laughs> like Equilibrium? Movie. It's a less, less futuristic. Uh, I would. I mean, they're the same concept. I mean, obviously, oh, okay. Equilibrium took something from those kind of movies. You know what I mean? Like, like the dystopian future of 1984, Fahrenheit 451, yeah. uh, Equilibrium, the even The Giver, which is, I mean, a YA book, but it's still the same thing, is, uh, you know, gotcha. more or less, you know, they all kind of piggyback off of each other, which... I loved I loved Fahrenheit 451 and 1984 the books. Um, Have you read 1984? Yes. Oh, I really I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it too. Yeah. So I felt so proud of myself that summer that I just like picked up 1984 and read yeah, it. Yeah, it's a good book. <laughs> I, I I really do enjoy those kinds of movies. So it was a little disappointing, but it's it's an HBO original movie. It's Whatever. I just wanted to watch it because it had Michael B. Jordan in it. So gotcha. So that's a good reason to watch it. Yeah. Yeah, he's great. I love everything that I've ever seen him in, which is you know what you should watch. Don't say Black Panther. Uh, no, you should watch Parenthood because he's in that show. Oh, oh. I, I thought know. he was good in Black Panther. I don't know. Yeah, I thought so too. I just thought that that's what she was going to say. Parenthood pretty... is a fantastic I, show. Honestly, what really sold me was Creed. I think he's so oh, good yeah. at Creed. I, I still haven't Creed. seen the second one, but mm. the first one, I thought he was really, really good. Melee Elfies have also not seen a lot. Uh, saw uh, Endgame, Avengers Endgame. And let me tell you about this lovely experience we had that night. So normally we go to a theater... That I mean, we live in we live in a series of small towns, basically like super small towns. So we usually go to this one theater. It's normally very small. We've been there for many premieres. Is never, that the one I went to? Never had a problem. Yes, never had a problem. Like even Star Wars, uh, Avengers: Infinity War, no problem. We walk up on Thursday night. They're only doing one showing of Avengers. It's at seven o'clock. And it's already sold out, like online, wow. which we could not believe. 
We couldn't even believe it. And I was like, you have three theaters. You've had all day to be showing this, and you're only doing one showing at 7 o'clock? Stupid. We, we, so, have, we have a theater that literally, I think, dedicated eight theaters. Yeah, and, well, and they were that's every, what most like, theaters are doing. Minutes. Yeah. So we quickly got online because I we we needed to see it on Thursday. So uh, we got online, found uh, a different theater that another theater that we go to sometimes like an hour away, and we bought our tickets online. So we made sure we had our tickets and we went there and we we made it in time. And we were chilling in the parking lot in our car because we were, like, killing some time before the movie started. And we witnessed an accident in the parking lot. Two people just, like, ran into each other. Uh, the woman got out of the truck and really started cussing out this the guy who was driving the other car. And then the girl he was with also got out of their car and started cussing him out. And we were just sitting there, like, shrinking down in our seats. Like, oh, my word, don't see us sitting here watching this happen. So that was fun. So what what <laughs> what happened with the accident? Did the women fight? Did they no, cool down? No, they just, I mean, they, they cussed him out. He kind of seemed like, I don't know, he kind of seemed like a bit of a dope so, like, he was kind of like, ooh, about it. So gotcha. they they ended up just, like, pulling over to the side. The police came. And then, after it was all cleared away, the other couple was gone, uh, the the guy and the girl friend, or whoever, who had been cussing him out, still went in and saw the movie together. So, Good for them. happy ending. But anyway, so them. finally, at 9.30, we got to see... Avengers and I went in not realizing that it's a three hour long movie. <laughs> oh, how did you not know that? I don't know. I must have missed that somehow. So, but I'm glad I didn't know. Are you like I, an idiot or something? <laughs> I would have been thinking about it. So I'm glad that I I didn't know. But anyway, I can't really say anything because I don't want to spoil anything. But you can uh, tell us. No, uh, it's. I thought it was really good. I thought. I mean, it's three hours, so there are some slower parts. Like, the beginning especially is just, you know, everyone's just sad because everyone has died from the previous movie. Oh. And that goes on for a while, so. (laughs) What? I'm just kidding. Uh, So anyway, but I thought it was a great end to this saga. So are they done? Not really. They're not. Now, I mean, they they have more Marvel movies in the works. There's going to be a Guardians three, and I feel like there's going to be well, there's several shows that are coming to the Disney Plus, the WandaVision and the Loki show. I mean, those might not be after Endgame. I don't know when those are set, but uh, they're they're definitely doing more stuff. It just it may not be with these people. Gotcha. Again. So, um, but yeah, it was funny because we, it was pretty empty when we got there, but by the time it started, it had filled up and these two 10 year old boys walk in by themselves and Eric is like, oh, please no. And they came and sat right next to Eric. <laughs> they just view him as a <laughs> no, majestic they, No, father. they were assigned seats. Oh God. But, uh, it was just funny, but they were fine. They weren't loud or anything. Uh, but we just thought it was funny that that gotcha. happened. So anyway, 
Avengers Endgame. Uh, I started again Fargo season three, and turns out I oh. only turns out I only got two episodes in. So I kind of oh, rewatched the second episode and like skimmed through because I remembered a lot of it. Uh, and now I'm on episode three, so I haven't gotten too far. But and then well, what, do you, wait, of... what do you think? What do you think? What episode are you on? Three. So do you like it? Yeah, I'm liking it. It's good. You like Emmett Stussy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I like the girl who's playing the cop. I think her character is, like, awkward and funny. Yeah. Charming. Yeah. But I liked the girl who played the cop in season two. So. Or season one. In one. Season one. Yeah, yeah I liked I liked her. I thought she was good. Uh, And then, of course, Game of Thrones. Got, got, got. The got, oh, got. Man. Which we'll talk about. Later. Later. That's all my alpha. All right, Kinder, well, give us the news. Come on. We got to get going here. Got to get going. Break me off a piece of that fancy feast. It's a cat food. Nailed it. Got to get, break us off a piece of that. Last night, uh, Eric said something about getting going, and I was like, gotta get up, gotta get going. I'm going to see a friend of mine. You know what that's? I have no idea what you're saying. That's Winnie the Pooh. He didn't know that either. Oh. Pooh bear, Winnie the Pooh bear. I really liked Winnie the Pooh, but I never have heard that. That was the new adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Oh, yeah. That, was that is show. why. <laughs> anyway. Oh, wow, Kinder, that really takes, like, I just got flooded with memories of that show. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I apparently okay. know the theme song, so. <laughs> Let's talk about the stupid Sonic trailer, you guys. Yo, shut your mouth. That is a great trailer. (laughs) By trailer, do you mean collection of long scenes with Jim Carrey? Because that's what it was. It didn't even feel like a real trailer. Oh, man. It really, you know what it feels like to me? It feels like one of those, uh, like the Smurfs or Alvin and the Chipmunks. Yeah. like Like those kinds of movies. Which, why? And to, it was an interesting, bold move to play Gangster's Paradise in the background throughout this that whole trailer. That was a weird choice. That was a bizarre move. Yeah. Real bizarre. Did not understand. And then it just looks real bad. It just looks like Jim Carrey being not funny Jim Carrey. Well, he was the he was the most interesting part, I thought, but they played like a whole scene of him talking. I was like, "Wow, this is I just really don't, long for a trailer." I just don't I I think, think that I just don't find Jim Carrey's humor appealing or funny. You know what I mean? Like it's the, a bold the statement. None of the name I, I listen, the only thing that I like of his is Ace Ventura. And that was That's it. That's it. Yeah, give me. Go ahead, name me something else. That's uh, funny. The Truman mm. Show. Oh, do not like the Truman it's Show. It's very serious. But the Truman Show is serious. I'm talking about. I'm talking about like his. It's funny, kind of his funny. His funny parts. Like uh, series of unfortunate events. Uh, horrible. You <laughs> quote that all the time. Just because dinner is the French word for the evening meal <laughs> does not mean that he was good in that movie. I thought he was good. I just don't think I Jim Carrey in 2019 about, is not going to get me to a theater. And what about the Grinch the, and the random Cyclops guy? What whatever about his Bruce name. Almighty? 
It's the same thing. It's just his. I don't find Jim Carrey appealing. I don't find his humor funny. Nothing that he said in that trailer was like, oh, oh man, he's just riddling off fast things to say to this guy and then having his secondhand guy being like, he thinks you're basic is funny. Nothing about that trailer was appealing to me at all. I think, sure, he can look the part, but there's nothing about him that is going to draw me to the theater. And then your your leading man besides Sonic is Kinder. What's his name? I'm sure you know who I'm talking about. I do. Let me let me look. Kinder, you know everyone's name. Well, and if I we reckon, get it wrong. I you're can't... quick to correct. Aka Tycho with TT or whatever. Christian uh, said. You were quicker to correct on that. Uh, no, it wasn't. I said let Christian be ignorant for the rest of his life. Tycho with TT. Did I, I just can't. Right? Yes, I just can't oh picture. I can't picture what the guy looks like. So well, anyway, my point. Oh, is, James Marsden. Okay, my point is is that there is not a lot of selling points in this movie. James you made Marsden Sonic, is great. You made Sonic look weird, and I, I guess I'm going to have to save your planet, and I have to go fast to Gangster's Paradise. Well, it's just weird because there's so much Sonic lore. There was a whole show. There's now, a million games. Why is it difficult? Even, why is it difficult to make a Sonic, Sonic movie? Sonic hasn't gotten things right in a long time, so this isn't surprising that the movie. We want to gonna... see him run fast. We don't want to see him interact with humans, really. We want to see him interact with Tails and uh, the other Knuckles and all yeah. the other Sonic people. It just seems like a weird... It seems like those Sonic people aren't even in this. I know. No, well, no, I bet they'll show not. up at some point. I'm sure at the end we'll get some clip of, like... Uh, knuckles or uh shadow or something you know and be like oh, oh man Shadows, next man. one shadow <laughs> as somebody who's not even a real fan of sonic i just don't this does nothing for me um, i mean compare this to the pokemon trailer yeah and even exactly. if it's like we're sitting there saying even if this movie's bad we're still gonna get to see some things that are pretty cool you know what i mean like even if this movie isn't gonna be good which i think it will be we're still going to get things that we want to see, like Pokemon in the city, Pokemon fighting. We're still going to get some cool things. And this they, is like, they there look, is nothing cool about what they look cool and realistic. Yes. Yeah. In a real world type of. Yes. They don't look creepy. No. They still look cute, but they're also like in a real world look. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's the difference is Sonic looks like a human with, yeah. with like Goku hair or whatever. Yeah, he so, does. It's, so, I mean, I don't know. I'm not really like this movie will probably come out and people will just forget about it because yeah. it just seems like that kind of movie based on the trailer. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? It really does feel like a Smurf or that. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it feels like that like, level. Yeah. It's like trying it feels to be, like, like it's geared towards friendly. younger. Yeah. Yeah. Kids might like Which it. Which I get. It, I didn't think it was very funny. But like, Sonic the, should not be. I don't know. I think that's a well, there, funny. There is a way to make Sonic. Are you saying it's a mistake? It's a to mistake to it? make it too kitty. I think yeah, they should gear it so. more towards people who have been well, playing Sonic for years. There's a way. There's a way to do it. Both. You know what I mean. There's yeah. a way to make it a kid-friendly movie, but we see that time in and time out of adults loving kids' movies. You know. So, I don't know. Okay. I probably won't see this in theaters, but I may give it a watch. 
just out of curiosity. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure I'll see it eventually, but... All right. Well, we have some music news. There's a couple new albums that are going to be coming out. Um, Prince, who, as we know, is recently passed, um, has a new album coming out. It's going to be called Originals, and it's going to feature 15 demos of Prince written songs that were later recorded by different people. Um, So fans of Prince, you're getting some some new stuff. Um, I'm not a huge Prince fan. I, I respect his music and there are some Prince songs that I like, but, uh, not a huge fan, but this is exciting for people who, uh, are looking for some new Prince in their life. Um, we also are getting a new Bruce Springsteen album, which that I am excited for because I am a Bruce Springsteen fan. Um, so Bruce Springsteen for a while now has been uh oh 14 months so over a year he's been doing a show on broadway um and it's on netflix now i think and you can watch it um and it's just him like talking and singing and telling stories and stuff so he's been doing that for a while but now he's got a new album coming out in june it's going to be called western stars And uh, this is on CNN. It says the 13 track album draws inspiration from Southern California pop of the late 60s and early 70s to encapsulate a sweeping range of American themes of highways and desert spaces of isolation and community and the permanence of home and hope. That sounds super Bruce Springsteen to me. (laughs) So uh, either of those, you guys Springsteen or Prince fans? Got any Bruce Springsteen? (laughs) She whispers to the band. Oh, my God. I don't know. To to quote a, a not Bruce Springsteen song. Honestly, I don't even know if I know any Bruce Springsteen songs. I probably do. You do. You definitely do. But the summer of that would what clarify what kind of fan I am. <laughs> um, Kendra, yes. like I've said time and time again about the news that you bring, I care about it so much <laughs> that I'm going to go buy all of Prince and Bruce Springsteen's albums and listen to them all tonight. Wow, what dedication. Kendra, that's how much I care. I'm more concerned with Taylor Swift's new single right now. <laughs> yeah, I still haven't listened to that. I need to listen. Just to kidding. That. It's not good. But it's got the uh, panic of the according disco guy. to my <laughs> uh high school students, it's very good. So I think you're wrong there. Well, she's definitely doing the high school trope of spelling words. I thought we were done with that with Gwen Stefani's oh, yeah. bananas. She's bringing it back. Yeah. I was um, using what you're talking about. <laughs> she spells words in the song. I, I get it. I get it. <laughs> So, Bruce Springsteen, there's already a single out for the new album. It's called Hello Sunshine, so you can listen to that. Um, And it's his first studio album in five years, which is cool. But anyway, moving on, I guess, to other things. (laughs) There's a couple Mary-Kate and Ashley movies that are coming to Hulu. So, I already paid to watch Passport to Paris, and now it's going to be on Hulu for free. Beginning today, which is May 1st, uh, when we're recording, Billboard Dad, Passport to Paris, and Switching Goals are all going to be on Hulu. So, that's where I'll be. You know, I was kind of... 
Go ahead. Well, I was kind of thinking about this. It seems like with all of this like exclusivity stuff, with all these different streaming services, we're just going to turn into people that buy like seven different streaming services or pirate stuff. Yeah. Because it's like... <laughs> Christian, that was deep. No, I'm serious. It's all going to turn, it's gonna like, turn into Netflix, cable again. Uh, Netflix is revolution. pretty much boring right now. Like, I don't feel like there's that much on there that I want to watch. I, I mean, I watch Netflix. And I'm kind of feeling that way about Hulu now, too. So. Christian, you're just not satisfied. I don't know. People never be satisfied. And then we got this Disney streaming service. Yep. Man, too many. Too many cooks. Uh, so Jaden Smith is going to play a young Kanye West in a Showtime anthology series called Omniverse. And I'm going to read to you what this is about because it made me laugh reading it. This is on Variety. Omniverse is a limited half-hour anthology series examining the many doors of perception. Season one will explore the ego through an alternate reality Kanye West, whose younger self will be played by Smith. <laughs> uh, you lost me at Kanye West anthology. <laughs> I think it's just the first season with Kanye, but I don't know. That sounds weird. I mean, it's on Showtime, so I'm sure I'll never watch it, but it's interesting that they picked Jaden Smith to play Kanye West. Yes. Interesting is a nice thing to say, I guess. <laughs> Speaking of Smith, did you see the trailer for Gemini Man? Yes. Yeah. You mean you mean Looper Part 2? Yeah, it is Looper. But, it's the uh, same thing. Yeah. But uh, I, think, I think the de-aging looks pretty good in that. I mean, from just the trailer. That, that might be the best part of that movie. Um, but I do not like Will Smith, and I am fine with everyone knowing that I hate Will Smith. So, <laughs> yeah. So I'm in the same boat. I just kind of, especially now with his career. I going think the he way can make is. a comeback. I, I, think, uh, I think it's time. I'd like to see it. I mean, right now we're I mean, Brian was okay. We're getting. We're getting <laughs> uh, what was that? Did stupid... you just say Bright was okay? Yeah. <laughs> Didn't everyone hate Bright? Yes. yes. I mean, <laughs> I think so, but I didn't like hate it. I was just kind of like whatever about it. <laughs> Everybody, Which is surprising because I, I normally am not on board for Will Smith movie. So moving on. Moving on. Um. So HBO is doing a Watchmen TV series. Um. I loved the Watchmen movie. Have you guys seen that movie? Can we watch yeah. it together? Did we? I think we've watched that movie more than once together. Probably. It's a really I've watched movie. it in high school. Well, or college. Um the show is not going to follow like I th I could be speaking out of turn here, but I'm pretty sure the movie closely follows the the comic book Watchmen. Um and the TV series is not going to do that. They're going to just take the characters and kind of do their own thing. So HBO released three little teasers, and I didn't even have you watch them because they're basically just still shots. So the first one says, abandon all hope, ye who enter here, and it's just like a pirate flag on like a scythe sticking, sticking in the ground. 
And then the second one says, reach out and touch Mars. And there's two, like, rings kind of circling this blue ball. And then the third one says, it's not 1985 anymore. And there's an American flag, but it's all stripes and then a giant circle of stars in the middle with very ominous music. So uh, I'm excited for this. I hope it's good. I, I like Watchmen. I, I like those characters. So I I liked it. I this I actually watched that movie probably about two months ago. It's long. It's it's really long, but it's good. I think I love that the intro scene with the uh, changes of coming song playing mm. in the background is yeah. like really really cool. I yeah. love that whole intro. That ten minute like still shot of everybody doing stuff. It's pretty cool. It's an interesting superhero movie. Yeah. 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 Um, so I'm reading this off comicbook.com, but it says, this is one of the uh, people who's doing the show. Uh, some of the characters will be unknown. New faces, new masks to cover them. We also intend to revisit the past century of costume adventuring through a surprising yet familiar set of eyes. So later this year, we're getting Watchmen. And I think... I just have one more, yeah, one more bit of news. Today, the day we are recording, May 1st, 2019, um, is uh, Spongebob's 20th birthday. Spongebob is 20 years old today. Christian, what do you have to say about that? You have done a podcast on it. Many tears. That's crazy. (laughs) You have tears. It's crazy that it's 20 years old. It's been yeah, most of our lives we've had Spongebob. So Was I seven when this came out? <laughs> well, if you're 27. Yeah, I was seven, I man. guess. Cause... You can do math. Yeah. Yeah. You're really good at that. You should, like, go into computer science or something. Uh, all right. That's all the news I have. Wow, Kendra, what a great news cycle. You talked about everything I cared about. You brought some really good stuff to the table, and I appreciate it. Thanks. Well, tonight we're going to go into a small town called Goon Bay, and there (laughs) – isn't that what it's called? It's called like Goon Goon Docks or Goon Bay. Is it? That's why they're called the Goonies. Oh, that's oh funny. no, I said it. Ha. Oh well, you know people. Sean you... Austin jokes. <laughs> people listening oh, will have seen the title. So. Oh, <laughs> oh, Christian. <laughs> so. so I gotta tell the story because it's really funny. So we watched the movie last night, and we had finished it. And it was fine. And Christian, I'm like getting ready for bed. And Christian walks into my room and says, you know, it was really crazy to see Sean Austin that young. (laughs) And I like, it honestly took me about five seconds to realize that his name was Aston. And I'm like, Christian, it's Sean Aston. He goes, oh, Sean's, (laughs) Sean, Sean Stone's. Stone Cold Austin. Stone Cold <laughs> Sean Austin or something. Yeah, yeah. Sean Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> so I literally cried. It was so funny. The way he said it. So 
so the whole night we just kept calling him Sean Stone, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Sean Cold Steve Austin. Uh, that was it. Sean Cold Steve Austin. Sean Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, I met Sean Astin. I don't I know. know if I told you that. Yes, you did. So, um, as you can guess, we're talking about the Goonies. We're continuing with last week we talked about um, Indiana Jones, which was Spielberg. And we're talking about this, which isn't directed by Spielberg, which I found out literally last night, which changed my life. I thought he directed it. So um, he just wrote it, and I think he produced it. It was directed by Richard Donner. Donner? Um, so I remember uh, I was – we were living in Mississippi – Mississippi and I, th- girl. I think this was just one of those movies that mom rented and said, here, watch it. And we watched it and I loved it. It goes along with the same thing of Indiana Jones of being in caves and they're just, you know, kids. Every every kid wants to go on an adventure. So it was very easy for me as a third grader to latch on to a movie like this. So, Kenna, what was your first experience? I'm sure it was more or less the same. Yeah, probably. I don't really remember, like, my first experience watching it, but I remember that it definitely was a classic, uh, Mm. and we watched it a lot. And Mm. it's got such a fun cast and a fun feel. Like, there's parts of it that are actually kind of, like, creepy or scary, um, but it's still like, fun to watch as a kid. Very feel-good. Uh, and it is hilarious to see Sean Astin that little. Because I... I don't know. Had we... Had Lord of the Rings come out and we... Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I think it had. And because I remember... I think Lord of the Rings is the first thing we ever saw Sean Astin in. But this wasn't close behind it. Because okay. I remember being shocked that that was him. I remember... I remember thinking how like skinny he was in the Goonies versus how <laughs> fat he was in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Yeah. Great movie. Christian, did you, I want to know, cause you'd never seen it before. Yeah. Um, so, well, I mean, I have seen scenes of it. So I knew sort of like I had seen some of the ending. So I kind of like had an idea of where it was going to go. But, yeah, first time seeing it all the way through. And, you know, I mean, I just really don't like Data and, uh, what's his name? (laughs) Chunk. Data and Chunk. See, Chunk has the one funny scene, which is, like, the throw-up thing. Oh. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) I love that scene. He's crying and talking about throw-up. Yeah. I went into the theater and... (laughs) 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 that scene always cracks me up yeah so that was funny but like i found him insufferable the rest of the movie pretty much (laughs) and same kind of with data it's just like (laughs) it was kind of the same with indiana jones he's just kind of annoying kid to a large extent Mm -hmm. of the movie sean astin's character is really likable though the girl who plays the friend of the girl who falls in love with the brother she's still in stuff 
Yes, she's in that. She's one. in. Uh, she's in Younger right now, actually. Mm. The show I watch, Younger. Um. Oh. So, did you like it, Christian? Yeah, I liked it. I thought it. You know, it was a fun ride. It's. Uh, I laughed. I liked Sloth. Christian <laughs> I loves. Christian I crack loves up. Sloth. <laughs> Which one I, is Sloth? Sloth. The. The weird face, uh, dude. Uh, yeah. Oh, 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 yes. Rocky Rose. It was really <laughs> funny, too, when he rips off his shirt and he's got Spider-Man. Or Superman. Oh, yeah. Superman. Uh-huh. Christian, Christian was very quiet throughout the whole thing, and then he would, like, die laughing every time Sloth did anything. Yeah, I like Sloth. Um, oh, my I goodness. Was... Josh Brolin is the brother? Kendra. Yeah, isn't that what? crazy? What? Kendra. I thought that was so weird, too. This started that my... That is hilarious. This started my bromance with the Broland. That is so funny. I can't believe you didn't know that, that he was... That Christian, that was are, you, are you comparing that kid to... Are you comparing Data to Indiana Jones because it's the same kid? Yes. Yes. Okay. That's okay. what I was saying. Okay. Indiana Jones, I didn't like him. I didn't like him in this either. It's just because he's like, I felt like sometimes he would like almost be like saying things off cue intentionally. Like Sean Astin's character would be talking and he would just randomly say words like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. What you you're know what I mean? About. Like, yeah, I don't even know what he would say. Like, he I can't was, remember. It was just like ad libbing conversation. Yeah. And it was like the worst kind of active listening imaginable. It's just like some guy like in your ear being like, yeah, yeah. You know, like yeah. every five seconds. When you just did that, I wanted to punch <laughs> you. So I get, I get how you feel. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what he was like the whole um, time. <laughs> I actually, I thought it was really interesting to watch this with you, somebody who hadn't seen it, because there was a point where I said, like before the movie started, I said, Chunks is my favorite, and we watched it, and then I paused it, and Christian said, I think Chunk is really insufferable, (laughs) and from that, that was about 20 minutes into the movie, and from that point on, it was like you had ripped the rose-colored glasses (laughs) off of my face, and I watched it for what it was, and was like, oh yeah, Chunk is actually like says a lot of stupid lines throughout the entire movie. <laughs> so I, I was like, ruin well, the movie. I, I still love that scene, and it is. I think this time around, probably because of Christian, it it is a lot more uh, geared towards kids. Pro- when I saw it in the third grade, that's probably the age it was meant for. Maybe a little bit older. Um, but, well, but there's the teenage romance stuff in it, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, and it's very, but it's very, um, you know, there's the scene where the Fratellis slip on the log and crush their man parts, you know, and it's <laughs> like, you know, and then they punch. That each, felt like, very Home Alone-ish. They punch, and then he does that thing where he shakes his face, and it's like, you know, it's like, okay. They were very cartoonish. Yeah, there was, which is fine. It's fine. Like, it doesn't take away from anything for me, but it would if I wasn't nostalgic about it. 
You know what I mean? They also did not know how to use guns well. <laughs> like Christians, that's Christians' <laughs> biggest problem. <laughs> yes, that's they, that's in every. They had kids like movie, seventy times to shoot those kids, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Which it's, it's a kids like movie. Very, no one's getting shot. In yeah, kids I know. <laughs> it's just very like they're kind of like ignorable almost. Yeah, they're extent. they're like, they're very. You said you said it while we were watching it. They're very twirl the mustache stereotypical villains of like we're gonna get you lousy kids because we're bad people, you know. Um, but that's probably. I mean, this is 1985. Yes. So. Yeah, and it totally is fun. I'm not trying to be like so. It's bad because the characters aren't well developed. Like. It's a kids movie. It's 1985. Who cares? It doesn't take away from the fun adventure of when I was that age, I would have killed to find a tunnel that led, led to buried treasure. Oh, to me, yeah. We were that, always like searching around in like the attic and like going out in the woods yes. and looking for adventure Do you and that stuff. Time when we lived in uh when we lived in Mississippi, we crawled under that house and found do you remember that and we found like old newspapers and stuff that was it was our house we crawled under right yeah yeah yeah, yeah i do yeah. remember that and we, and like, we were I like i remember like being like this is because he finds the newspaper with the old dude who died in like 1935 in the cave and i was like this is our goonies moment <laughs> you know yeah, we thought we were gonna find something cool buried under there, but uh, I wanted to. We didn't find it. We just found no, a lot of a lot of newspapers. I can't believe our parents let us crawl under our house. I know, so irresponsible <laughs> in Mississippi, where I'm sure there was a bunch of rats. They probably didn't know. They probably didn't they even probably know didn't. we were under there. Probably didn't even care. I almost ran so. away from home one time. Nobody noticed. So. <laughs> In wow. Mississippi? Wow. Things no. to say out of context that make... Our mom didn't even know. She was too busy taking a nap. I ran away for three hours. It was it was nowhere near that long. It was like five minutes. I walked to the road and then I walked back. I changed my mind. And I'm pretty sure we were being babysat. I think it was oh. like we are being babysat by a grandparent or something. I don't even think our parents were there. That's anyway... <laughs> Um, I don't even know where I was going with this. It's funny that Corey Feldman in this movie is like the, supposed to be like the coolest of the four of them. Yeah. Because he's like super weird now. Well, he's had some, he's had a really screwed up life. Yeah, he has. But But yeah, it is. I mean, it, it is, this movie is very iconic. And even in a world where we're on things like, stranger things that you can you can see have taken from this i mean you know what i mean this is like it does it does hold up it does well on its own it's a it's a fun it's a kiddier version of indiana jones and i mean indiana jones isn't super adultish you know so i didn't have time to rewatch it before we recorded this but i definitely would like to though eric my husband uh it's not he, he doesn't really like this movie <laughs> so i'll have to watch it by myself every time Honest, i say something about the goonies he's like oh <laughs> honestly 
I think this time around watching it, I can understand it. I, I think before I would have said, what an idiot, but I get it. Especially if you didn't grow up with this movie, I really understand why you wouldn't like it. Um, so, yeah, I just... I still love it. It's still a great movie. I just think it kind of did take away, and I don't know that I'll return to it as often as I used to, if that makes sense. Well, that's sad. What a sad conclusion so. to this podcast. I don't know. I mean, it's. I don't think it's that sad, you know? Sometimes your childhood should stay where it is, you know? It should just stay there and not be ruined by time and yeah. memory <clears throat> and anger. <laughs> and I know. So. Well, I have some fun facts, unless you have some fun facts that you were going to share. I don't, so I'm glad that you did. I'm I mean, I'm just looking at... My, my current <laughs> event for me. I'm just looking at the trivia section of IMDb, so if you would like okay. to go there and pretend that you... No, nah, that's cool. You got it. Okay. Um. So, Sean Astin was allowed to keep the treasure map from the film. Uh, wow. But his mom, who, if you didn't know, is Patty Duke. He has two very famous parents. Patty Duke was his mom. And uh, she thought it was just a crinkled piece of paper and she threw it away. <laughs> wow. How many times do you think they say the S word in this movie? Okay, wait, real quick. They said Goonies more times than I remembered on the <laughs> second time. And... They only say that they're from, again, Goon's Bay or Goon's Harbor one time. Whatever it is, Goon, Goon Pier. I don't, I don't even know what it's called, but that's why they're called Goonies. Mm. So I, which See, I, I didn't, didn't even know. know. That. I didn't even know until this time around. So bad job there, Spielberg. Spielberg. Um, they probably say it. I would say 15. 19. Very close. Ooh, I was going to say 20. Times. Wow. I was going to say 20, but it it felt a little, that felt too high. So that's not including the time that Data uh, spells it out. And he did that because his mother made him promise not to use any bad language in the movie. <laughs> Good for him. So he spelled it instead. Um, the pirate ship was real and all the shots were filmed in the ship. And after the film, it was offered to anyone who would take it and no one wanted it. So the ship was scrapped. Are you serious? Wow. Isn't that crazy? That, I, that's my, I, what would you do with the pirate ship though? That's a big, are you kidding me? I would sail uh, the sail. The, yeah. Sail around. Take pictures. Of it. I know, but my dream big. was to always be a pirate. It's a big ship. Christian. I don't even know. I guess what, someone could put it in your backyard. I don't even know what to do with you <clears throat> in your backyard. Yeah, like as a playground or something. Lord. Anyway. <laughs> um. So apparently the Goonies had an oath and it was, was there an oath in the movie? Yes, but I don't remember it. Always okay. be a goonster. There was, but some of it was cut. That was <laughs> Christian, I, I seriously, you are data. You're the data of this podcast right now. And all the random, you just randomly say things. Oh, never, never be a goonster. Do you want to hear the full oath? Because apparently yeah, some of it was cut. I do. Huh? Oh, it's 
Oh, this says Goondock. It says, I will never betray my Goondock friends. We will stick together until the whole world ends. Through heaven and hell and nuclear war, good pals like us will stick like tar. That doesn't rhyme. In the city or the country <laughs> or the forest or the boonies, I am I am proudly declared a fellow Goonie. So, that makes sense. Yeah. Goondocks. I, I was going to say Goondocks, but it sounded a lot like Boondocks. So. Yeah. I didn't want to say it and sound stupid. Um, One-eyed Willie's skull is apparently made was apparently made from real bone. Wow! Oh my gosh! Ooh. The real um, bone of people. I don't know. It just says real bone. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just kidding. Um, the bats it's probably illegal. <laughs> the bats in the movie were made of crumpled black pieces of crepe paper that were shot out of an air cannon. <laughs> Wait, a, can you repeat that? The bats in the movie. Oh, were made out of okay. crumpled pieces of black oh. crepe paper shot out of a cannon. That's yeah. interesting. All right, one more. I just got to find it because I had it, and now it's gone. The cast was not allowed to see the pirate ship before the scene was shot, as director Richard Donner wanted to catch their genuine reactions at the size and scope of it. When they did see it, Josh Brolin was so surprised that he exclaimed the S word, and the scene had to be reshot. <laughs> Wait, Josh Brolin's in this movie? Yes. Wow, that's his debut crazy. apparently. Um, I I love the the scene where they see the ship. Honestly, it's a great. The, finding a pirate ship would be so awesome as a kid. I just thought that was the coolest thing, and that was the coolest thing that they went down this water slide and land into a a lake that has a pirate ship in it so i i that's had a all big i gotta say i had a big pirate phase for a while so I, this... honestly i did and then when the second i loved the first parts of the caribbean but then after that i really hated pirates and it made me hate the world that i'd hate the thing that i loved the most as a child <laughs> but that's for a different podcast <laughs> a different podcast all right well Anything else? Um, let's talk favorite scenes and then we'll rate it. I like the scene where they play the piano. Oh, you know what I thought when I watched that scene? Wow, if we had Kendra, we would be fine. Yep, you would be because I could read music. Yep. Uh, Kendra, if ever there's a situation like that and it's high stressed <laughs> and you have to play the piano, I know that I can rely I on you. I should, that's what I should tell my students when they're like, why do I have to learn this? I should be like, have you seen the Goonies? They would not you have should, made it. You should in they some would have died. way, you should in some way make your students fall from a very high place if they don't yes. play the right notes. Yes. I'm sure they will find some motivation yeah. very quickly. <laughs> I should take them to a ropes course and make them yeah. try and play the piano. Oh, that'd be so cool if you like, <laughs> Took them on uh, one of those like walking bridges or whatever and kicked <laughs> them off one by one when they played the wrong note. <laughs> like they'd be tied to a bungee cord or something. Yeah, like, yeah for sure. For like, sure. If they're scared of heights, though. <laughs> you know. uh, yeah, even before, I mean, I watched this when I was a kid. So even before I was a music teacher, I've always, I always really liked that scene. Christian? Um, probably anything with sloth. <laughs> That's Ruth. probably where I got the most enjoyment, honestly. Baby yeah. Ruth. Ruth. I love it. I love the way he talks. It's so he's so funny. 
Yeah. He's so sweaty Rocky all the time. Road. Yeah. Rocky Road. And then the uh <laughs> Yeah, the whole thing with Sloth on the ship was fun. Yeah. 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 So I like that part. Hey, um, you guys. I would say as a kid. I thought the scene, I still think the scene with Chunk is funny when he's talking about throwing up. Uh, <laughs> that scene is really funny. He does a really good job of painting a picture <laughs> of what happened. Um, and then I, I don't know, I really like everything when they're on the pirate ship and when they, when the pirate ship <laughs> sails out and everybody's like, freaking out and the music swells i just thought that was always a cool scene of seeing the pirate ship sail off into the to the sunset it's very hokey and and cheesy now but i still enjoy it i always was a fan of the romance between josh brolin and whatever that girl's name was yes i was rooting for him did you know that the guy who played sloth was a football player i did Played for the Raiders. John Met Matuzik. Matuzik. He's dead, apparently. Yes. That's sad. He died at 38. Anyway. Uh, I think that's it. That's all we got. So let's dish out some grades. I, Kendra, you gave it a 10. Explain. (laughs) Explain yourself. 10 one-eyed willies. (laughs) I guess. Okay. Uh, I will is. Uh, it's, eyes. <laughs> it's great. It's classic. It's hilarious. I think it still is good to this day. I will watch it with my children and we will laugh together. Christian. All right. I'm going to give this a seven because although I enjoy, like, although I hated uh, Data and Chunk for most of the movie, I still liked pretty much everything else about it i found an enjoyable ride that's a pretty um, high rating for something you're not nostalgic about yeah yeah i'm i'm pleased with you <clears throat> in that christian <laughs> um i will give this a eight i think that it's it's a great movie it's a classic it's uh done a lot for movies as far as um you know, things that have come that kind of feel good coming of age type thing and an, an adventure film. Um, so I enjoy the ride that it takes me on. I do think a little bit is devalued uh, with some of the uh, non, as I've gotten older, the kitty stuff is kind of not as fun to me, but it's still good. So I give this an eight. You brought We're it to all... the table and you're only giving it an eight. Yes, correct. Interesting. Yep. Very interesting, but still. And definitely, high this this uh, watching really did kind of change my view. I think before I was ready to give this a ten, and I think after watching it, it did go down a little well, bit. Well, after I watch it, I'll let you know if my rating changes. So. Deal. All right. Let the podcast know. Kendra. If Not you today. would like to tell us your thoughts on the Goonies, please do so at. Uh, our email, nostalgiamethis at gmail.com or on Twitter at nostalgiamethis. And you can listen to us on iTunes or SoundCloud. We are now going to talk spoilery about the latest episode of Game of Thrones, episode three of season eight. So if you do not want to hear such things, goodbye. If you do, 
Hello, and welcome to Game of Thrones chat. Uh, we only have 20 minutes because I've got a skedaddle. So what did you guys think of the episode, The Long I, Night? I want you to go first. I Andrew. enjoyed it. I thought that there weren't as many deaths as I thought there were going to be. And, uh, but I still, I don't know. I listened to Arya talking to me. Arya talking to me. And they, they kind of, I was disappointed. They were very down on it. And I didn't think it was that. I wasn't bored. They said it was boring and I wasn't bored. I mean, I was, you know, like, oh, who's going to die and what's going to happen? Because it's Game of Thrones. So Daenerys could die. You don't know. So, I don't mm. know. I, mm. I enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to what's coming next now. Yeah, I I mean, I understand why people would be down on this. Because it kind of... I guess the thing with Game of Thrones is... Because they've killed off so many characters at this point... You, like, almost always expect it now. And so, when it doesn't happen... like. I thought that several of these characters were going to die in this episode. You know, like, Brienne, Oh, yeah. I really thought Brienne was going to die. And I thought Grey Worm was going to die. Oh, yeah. They kind of, like, set all this up to be, like, this tragic thing (laughs) with Grey Worm dying. (laughs) I mean, there's still time. (laughs) And then I was like, well, Daenerys could potentially die. Okay, well, listen, here's my thoughts, is I I was underwhelmed. I thought the, the fights were great. I thought there's some good things about it, but what has made Game of Thrones so good is that you don't know who's going to die, ever. And this did not do it. it. It just killed off the characters that don't do anything further to the story. Now, we still have three. I've said this whole time. We still have, like, this isn't it. We're halfway done. There's still a lot left. So there is still a lot left. But it it cha- it took the battles, it took me out about the third time that Sam got rescued and Brienne is being covered by White Walkers and Jamie just pulls her up. It, it ta- it, the longer the battle went on, it devalued the thought of death to me. Because everybody is getting saved at this last moment. And I was like, well, Brienne's going to die. Oh, no, she's going to say, oh, thank God, Sam's going to die. No, he's being well, saved. Well, at the end, I oh. obvious, I I really didn't, like, I was like, how are they getting out of this? Like, this is, this is bad. Right. Like, they're not going to survive. And then, right. obviously, Arya came in. Now, I mean, a lot of, I, it. It feels to me like a lot of people are either they loved it or they hate it. I'd say I'm middle of the road. I'm I'm fine with how the battle happened. I'm fine with Arya killing the Night King. I'm fine with that. Uh, It's just I wanted, and I get. I think I'm starting to just wrestle with the fact that like my ex, like what I think is going to happen, my expectations, and when it doesn't happen, to be okay with it is I expected the Night King to... I, I expected him and Bran to, like, warg into something and have a dialogue. Or, or to really figure out what the Night... I, if we've waited seven seasons to just find out that the Night King 
just uh, wants to kill everybody. It makes sense. It's fine. It's weak. It's it's not. It's pretty it's crazy that we've been building up to this since season episode one of season episode one, one, and it, he yeah. just like dies in one episode, like it's all over. So I hope that they. I don't know. I hope there's more to it. Yeah, I mean, there's still a lot. There's still a lot left. You know, we still have what four, three episodes, three. three. So there's still a lot left. We can still do some stuff, and the I'm fine with the direction that they went. This the I get that. Oh, this has been going on since episode one, but the storyline is not about the Night King. It is about who's taking the throne that's what everybody wants to know and i understand but there's two there's two storylines and they ended one now whether they ended it well or not is up for debate but the main focus is about what's going to happen between everybody else and cersei that has been everything that we've been leading up to so if that's handled well i'm willing to i'm willing to be like okay who cares you know well, so, maybe George R. R. Martin, when he finally writes the book, he'll fill some stuff. It in just for us. May, maybe it just really there was there was a lot of stuff that felt hollow. Well, about like it. I said yeah. in the last episode, uh, it's never been for me. Like, who is the Night King? He is someone, and we must figure That's out. That's fun. I didn't know. I didn't need. I didn't need the Night King to be somebody. I'm just saying, if your motive is, I just want to kill everybody. That's weak tea. That's just a weak like, and the the way that they went about it was not convicting. Like, an obvious and a great example is the Joker. Is he just wants to watch the world burn? And the way they went about it was, it always just seemed like there was something deeper. There was another reason that he's trying to get to whatever, and the motive of like, oh, he just wants to kill everybody. I just didn't. Be- I didn't buy into it. I thought, well, there's going to be something else. There's no way that that's the only motive. Is he just wants to kill? Like, okay, cool. Some people you know. just want to watch the world freeze. Freeze. Mm-hmm. I guess the moment to. I mean, there was a lot of moments where it took me out, but the moment that I thought I could turn around and I could be fine and happy was when John is running after him. And I'm like, oh, we're about to get the fight. This is going to be it. This is going to be like the, the a good fight. Either John's going to live or John's going to die. It's going to be good. And then he just raises the dead. And I was like. Well, that was pretty terrifying. And I don't know why I didn't even think about the fact that all the people were hiding in a freaking grave. It didn't even occur to me. Why would they do that? Well, they know I, he can raise the dead. Why? Okay, yeah. but I, I don't know. That was I agree with the already talking to me. It, they kind of made jokes about yeah, like bones that have been rotting there for hundreds of years, of course, can punch through stone. Like I, I didn't get it, like how that could happen. But it was fine. The moment that I thought when oh this is getting serious is when Sansa and Tyrion are huddled behind the tomb. I was like, this is it. Like they're playing serious music. Like. People are going to die at this moment. I told Christian to shut up. Like, I thought that it was going to happen. Like, one of these people are going to die. John's going to die. Um, you know, and it didn't happen. I was so, surprised that Daenerys rescued John. Like, she totally could have let him die, and mm-hmm. that would be it. Like, she wouldn't have to worry about it anymore. 
I was sad that Jorah died. I really liked I Jorah. I was okay with it. But the whole Mormont clan is probably dead, dead now. She's oh, dead, I liked yeah. her. I liked her death, too. Yeah, yeah her she's... death was cool. I actually, overall, I enjoyed the ride of this. Like, I did not see the Arya thing coming at all. So, you know, it is surprising. Like, it's a surprising thing that happened. The whole time you're just, like, thinking, oh, someone's going to die here. I really hate that Sam didn't die because... For whatever reason, the guy that is the least qualified to survive Man, fighting hate, walkers and is always in the middle of the. <laughs> it was really silly that bodies. it was really silly that he made it. Very silly. The way the way that they've kept him alive has been silly this entire time. Yeah, it really is. Like everyone else around, it's like the walkers just don't care to kill him because he's so pathetic. No, like he's just sitting crying. You what know? did you think, Kendra, what did you think about the red woman, Melisandre, coming back? Uh, fine. I mean, all the Dothraki were instantly murdered by, I, uh, it didn't really I, help I really that liked, she set their things on fire. Yeah, but it gave them hope. I, I thought that was cool. I liked that scene where you just look out and you see the lights flickering. Oh, yeah, that was. That was very effective scene. Yeah, it was. But it was kind of sad because... Like, we like the Dothraki, and then it just, like, one swoop. They're just all I gone. Was, I mean, it is. Um, but I totally forgot about Arya talking to Melisandre and then, like, running off. Totally forgot about that. So yeah, I was yeah. very I was very surprised yeah. when she jumped out at the end. I think that's what they were going for. I yeah. think they were... Trying to make you forget. Well, that. it worked for me, so. Yeah. Um, so. But yeah, and I I liked the, and the, I the hound think, is like running to rescue Arya. Yeah, I think that there was a lot of good things. I think that there was a, a full circle. I think that there was stuff with, um, that blade that she killed him with was the blade that somebody tried to kill Bran with. You know, I think. What do we say to death? Not today. Yeah. I think that there was a lot of full circle things. It just was very the thing that we wanted the most conclusion or answers to. We didn't get. So, do you know the like the saying about the prince that was promised? Do you remember that? Yeah. They talk about it a little bit, and then Melisand- Melisandre at some point. Or who's the who's Graham's girlfriend? Is Miss, that Miss Sandy. Miss Sandy. That's right. She uh, says, "Well, in Valyrian, it's actually like prince or princess. It doesn't have like a gender to it." I and people think... are saying that because of like the prince that was promised is supposed to be able to slay the White Walkers. Is the idea? I don't think. And. Uh, so I thought that was interesting. I watched a YouTube video about it. I that d- Arya is the prince that was promised. I just don't believe it. I I think people people are trying to make it out to be like, oh, she's gonna. I think that this is her art. I think that this is it. I think I don't think she's gonna kill Cersei. I could be wrong, but I don't. And I don't see Arya no, taking. No, I bro- think Jamie's gonna kill Cersei. I think Jamie's gonna kill her too. And I I just. I think this is it. I, I think that this is what we get with Arya, is that she was 
she everything that she did, Clegane and and uh, Baron or whatever his Barrick. name is, I, Barrick staying alive, being resurrected for so long. It was all for her to kill the Night King. Yeah. I, I don't. This I was do not very. This was she is very uh, Lord of the Rings reminiscent. Like even to like when Arya jumped at him and killed him. Uh, in my head, I was just thinking, "I am no man." <laughs> like in yeah. Lord of the Rings, well, when she kills tra- the Witch King. <laughs> it's not. It's. It's nowhere near that in my mind, as far as a battle goes. No, no, no. It was nowhere near Helm's it. But yeah, I mean, better. it's very, it was very fantasy driven. It just, and Game of Thrones isn't a show to play it safe. And I feel like that's what they did. They played it safe. I, a, I can uh, agree with that, I think. In an episode where we, we wanted some, we some thing. And I, I, part of me thought that the Night King was like going to bend the knee to, to, uh, that's what I thought. To uh, I thought Bran was controlling Bran. him. I was like, yeah. Why did he even morgue into? Like, what even happened? So there? pointless. Nothing. Like, he was he's just like, like I'm, I'm going gonna go be. Yeah, I'm gonna go be to a bird fly on a raven for a couple I, minutes. I feel like I feel like Bran's importance is just like diminished with every scene that he's in. Yeah, it, especially really, in this season, you're just like, who who cares about Bran at this point? Like he. He does nothing. He just sits in his little chair and says weird things. There needs to be some. There needs to be something that that really. Maybe makes he'll reveal him like his time. Maybe Our he'll event reveal something at the end that actually is important. But right now, you know, his character's not even likable anymore. Everything that he was this entire time. He hasn't is, been likable for a long time. A long time. Yeah, I know. Ever since he was a douche to whatever her name was. <laughs> his brother died to make him the three-eyed raven, basically. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I I do think, though, it depends on how the show plays out from here, yeah, really. Yeah, it does. To determine whether this show or this episode was good or not. Because there was definitely a lot of surprises. And that's, I, and that's how I felt to every episode that we've watched. It depends on how this how this goes. You know, if the ending is great and we get some some twists and turns at the end, we're not going to care. I think there's definitely still a lot of dying to come. I mean, yeah, there a lot, has of, a lot to of people are, are going to There die. has to be. Well, the they, thing is, she has no army now. It's if all they dead. played it yeah. safe, this battle to then turn around and make a bunch of people die in this one, and th- then it's fine. We see why they did it that way. You know why they only killed Jorah and uh, Theon, Theon, and the 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 guy who's the knight, the Watcher. Whatever. It's called. Oh yeah, that was sad when he died, uh, especially because he saved Sam. Sam. Yeah. It Nobody makes, should save Sam. Everyone, and I don't think anyone likes Sam. I could be wrong about that. No, but I, he is a I've very unlikable character. I've met a lot of girls that love Sam. I don't, don't get it because he's. So I don't sweet. hate him as much as some people do, but I mean, he's not my favorite. Well, I think it's just infuriating that like people die trying to save him, and there's literally no reason for him to be alive in the series anymore. No. Like, besides to tell John, like he's already told John 
who he is, basically. Like, what else does Sam bring to the table for the future of this world? Well, we'll just have to see, won't we? Yeah, I guess. I guess so. All right, and if you want to subscribe to us, we already, we already said all that. So, oh, do you have? <laughs> yeah, but we haven't ended with a quote in a while. Do you have a quote you want to end on? Um. Have you seen? I I've got to go, but have you seen the Daenerys meme? The like, bless your heart. Yes. Meme? Oh, that makes me laugh. Anyway, quote? Uh, yes, no. I'm going to hit you so hard when you wake up, your clothes are going to be out of style. You know, the first time I heard that, I did not understand what that meant. I was, <laughs> I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> yeah, that's the quote. All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time. We'll see you guys. Goodbye. In Westerosi. In Westeros. In Westerosian time. I'm Daenerys Targaryen. I'm the House Targaryen. Of the House Targaryen. Winter is coming. <laughs>